Okay, time for an overlooked stock. George Tillis is the man taking a look at GTLS, almost your namesake ticker here, George. All right, so uh, Chart Industries, this is the one that, uh, an industrial business that also for a while there kind of had a COVID story going because they were uh, offering the cooling mechanisms for the virus, I mean, the uh, vaccines, right? They were actually, yeah, OJ. They actually bought a Worthington Industries, which is a cryogenic uh, hydrogen-based company. Uh, in the industrial space, but at the same time, they actually divested of, of another business that was actually related to regula regulatory, uh, regulated, if you will, medical uh, gas business. But at the same time, the company is really focused on where things are growing, and that happens to be in the commodity space, whether it's natural gas, uh, oil and gas, but also in the water public utility space, uh, Chart Industries has done exceptionally well. It's basically a company that does uh, production storage and end use hydrocarbon industrial gases like hydrogen and helium and liquid nitrogen. So it happens to be in the right place at the right time when it comes down to the industry groups it actually sells into. Now the company reported some earnings. And if you look at it from the, uh, from the standpoint of a top-down view, it doesn't look good overall from an earnings standpoint. The company posted 65 cents in earnings, which beat the estimate. Again, that's great. But if you compare it to last year, it's actually lower by about 3%. Now, the top-line sales, both organic and or inorganic, seem to have improved its, uh, its top-line sales, growing about 25% uh, year-over-year. Now, organically speaking, chart industries had actually grown somewhere in the mid-teens over the last few years or so. But now, based upon inorganic uh, acquisitions of Worthington Industrials uh, and the focal point primarily in LNG, and hydrocarbon-based gases for oil and gas production, they're doing extremely well. They're actually guiding quite aggressively on the earnings front for the remainder of 2022 because now uh, the uh, the range has increased. The midpoint was at 517 a share, but now the range is widened out quite a bit. The low end of the range is 535, and the top end of the range is now $6.50. Okay. Hey, George, just real quick here because we're short on time. Uh, uh, is this is a company that seems like uh, it's definitely not tied into some of the uh, specific themes. Even though it had a great couple of years, it seems like this is the type of business that will enjoy a kind of standard economic cyclical recovery. It, it will, and that's a great point to bring up. In fact, I was going to talk about some of the EBITDA margins growth going forward. The expectations for top-line sales growth are actually expected to normalize. So we're having a very – well, the company itself – has had a fantastic quarter on a year-over-year -year basis with 25% sales growth. The guidance in terms of sales is normalized to the high single digits to the low teens, but EBITDA margin growth for the forward estimates are pretty remarkable when it comes down to the next year as well as 2023 uh, with uh, EBITDA growth in the 39% range. So just do the math. If top-line sales moderate back to, let's say, uh, you know, uh, low double digits, in other words, let's say 10% range, mm -hmm. or even the low teens, 11 to 13% range, EBITDA growth is expected in the forward basis to be triple that. And so therefore, there's substantive support financially for the stock price. All right. Okay, there it is. George, GTLS, thank you very much, sir. Nice pick for us uh, to think about okay. uh, potentially benefiting from our recovery. Thanks, Mr. Tillis.